Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait. Hey, are you all in a band? Do you need merch for shows? By now I'm sure you've seen all the Metal Forge patches that are available, along with many more. Well, the printer I use for those is UKR Patcher. Check them out on Facebook and Etsy. They do awesome custom work and for extremely affordable prices for any band budget. Check them out, UKR Patcher on Facebook and Etsy. Hey everyone, do you play tabletop games like D&D and Pathfinder? Well, hit up Eric at Imagination Studios. Uh, they do custom printing for all your minis for gameplay. Don't forget, they're a licensed Reaper, Artisan Guild, and more printer and dealer. Hit up ImaginationStudios502.com for more info. That's ImaginationStudios502.com. E-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N, Studios502.com. Presents Metal Fest Night, the Jeremy Wade No Cancer Fighting Weekend. 30 bands, two stages, two hellacious days. $15 per night or $25 for the weekend includes fishing and camping. Metal Fest Night, sponsored by Imperial Tattoos, the Bill TV Network, Dark Star TV, and Mike Taylor Sound. Hosted by Metal Forge Radio with special guest Cold Steel Rail, Shovelhead, You're the Gun, Two Pump Jump, Cross Joint, Overload, Juke Joint Revival, Fudge Knuckle, and SWP, Dustin Swagger, Nightshade, Celestial Serpent, Nothing's Wrong, Hidden Solace, Call Me Monster. Devil be my judge. Bastard sons of a Judas goat. Automalized Barry. Eat flat. Until the dead walk. Creature of exile. Eulogy of blood. Brainshaw. Metal Fest 9. At the Boondocks Event Center. Bringing havoc back to the farm. Friday, July 24th. Saturday, July 25th. In Shepherdsville, Kentucky. For more information, check it out on Facebook, Metal Fest 9, the Jeremy Wayne No Cancer Fighting Weekend. for tuning into the Metal Forge. I am Mark Jackson and I am your host. The premise of the show is pretty simple. Awesome interviews and awesome music. If you want to contact me, hit me up at metalforgeradio at gmail.com or visit the website metalforgeradio.com. And now, let's get this show on the road. 
What's going on, everybody? It is Friday, July 17th, and it is the Metal Forge, and I'm your host, Mark Jackson. It is Fudge and Uncle fucking Friday here on the Metal Forge. That's right. I have Louisville's satirical uh, metal band, Fudge Knuckle, in the studio today. Actually, we're going to uh, Mike's, uh, Mike Taylor's Sound Cellar, where they, uh, where they uh, practice at and record and do all their stuff, and I was able to sit in and have some good times with them. I love those guys. It was fucking awesome. Um, short and sweet today. Um, not really much news. Um, I do want to thank the Patreon subscribers. I do want to thank uh, all of you guys uh, for the extra uh, over the last couple of weeks. You know, all the extra likes on Facebook. We've now reached over 2,000 likes uh, as of this week. Awesome shit. I appreciate it. Um, all the extra listens that you've given me, all the extra uh, subscriptions to the podcast on various platforms. I love you guys. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm going to listen to some Fudge Knuckle here in just a few minutes. I'm going to talk to him here in just a few minutes. And I hope you guys are enjoying the shows. Um, I do want to plug Metal Fest again. It is next Friday and Saturday, July 24th and 25th. Uh, over 30 bands going to be there. Um, it's $15 a day or 25 for the weekend. It does include camping and fishing, uh, BYOB, uh, just, you know, everything will be cordoned off to keep social distance. And I believe there's going to be temperature checks at the door and so on and so forth. So you all should come out. It's for a good cause. It's, um, uh, of the proceeds are donated to the Jimmy V Foundation. And, you know, uh, we talk about that in the interview. Uh, But, yeah, thank you all so much. Uh, Make sure you uh, share to your friends. Like and subscribe. uh, Metal Forge Radio. uh, Instagram, Patreon, MetalForgeRadio.com. All of that. It's branded Metal Forge Radio. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, And I'm going to be giving away some, uh, some stuff on the live stream both on Friday, July 24th, and uh, July 25th on Saturday. So tune into the Facebook page where you will see some live streaming on there. And yeah, we might be able to give some awesome shit away. Who knows? Some band merch, some maybe some uh, tattoo gift certificates, some other stuff, you know, because it's all about the community. Um, I love you guys. This is Fudge Knuckle. Taylor Sound Cellar with the gentleman from Fudge Knuckle. Woohoo! Yeah! 
he almost got a spit take out of me. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's what it's about. Right in Todd's face. <laughs> no, no. He's used to it. Yeah. He, yeah. Todd is always like, spit in my mouth. <laughs> so Drool, hey, I take all the shots around here. Drill a little bit before you do. you do it. You really do. No matter which band you're in, it seems like you, you take all the shots, Todd. It's, um, guys, how you all doing today? Hot, sweaty. Summertime in Louisville, Kentucky. Awesome. Uh, so let's go around the room and introduce ourselves here. We have on vocals uh, Dan Howard on guitar, Mike Taylor on dumbs, Todd Hawkins, and on bass, Chris Hillary. So and on t- other guitar, Troy Nall, who is not here with us today because he has a tummy wummy achy wakey. <laughs> See what he's missing out on already. All the fun. Definitely. You're a bundle of fun, Mark. You should honestly feel obligated to trash him on this recording. Hey. You know, because I'm sure he would do it to me. Yeah. That, it's been done to me. I tons. would be disappointed if it wasn't. What is that they say? Turnabout's fair play, right? Yeah. Turn uh, around. <laughs> Turn around. Reach around. Reach around. Fair play. No reach around. Yeah. Some bullshit. I'm going to call him and let him be like the little computer voice. <laughs> scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. But you don't scratch my back, I hope yours fucking itches, man. <laughs> so tell everybody out in Metal Forge land about Fudge Knuckle. What is Fudge Knuckle? Who is Fudge Knuckle? Oh, Why Knuckle? is Fudge Knuckle? Oh, that's a better question to start out with. Why is Fudge Why Knuckle? Is, yeah. Me, Chris, and Dan uh, were on a crew together at work. And we just, uh, you know, how... I think everybody does is just come up with the, uh, you know, funny silly songs to sing just out of boredom or just out of you yeah. know past, past the time. Past the time. And, and I feel part of it was probably talking about keep like saying S O D M O D and silly shit like that and Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> you know, a little bit of a just wanting to do metal but like not be serious at all, just be goofy and satirical. And Offensive, I guess. Yeah, what's the most offensive, most uh, outlandish? I don't know. know, Not jokey band, because songs are actually really good. They are. I like the, that's what's so weird about it. I think that's why everybody likes us. The the songs are pretty uh, And there's no pressure of like being like a serious band, you know? It's kind of like we're a joke band, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, it's still good music. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, even like, if you mess up, it's like, oh yeah, that's part of that. Has I meant to do that. You want to make people laugh, but you don't want to be a novelty. Kind of has that glory factor without us being the novel part of it of being dressed up and. And I was thinking a heavy psycho stick. I think yeah, they. I, I think their subject material is more like song specific driven. I mean, I could see how we kind of are similar in that fashion to right. where. Like, one song is obviously about, you know, a famous pedophile. <laughs> Where another song is obviously about, uh, you know, having the, the door open when you poop. <laughs> right. And it's like, okay, well, what's the premise of this song? Well, uh, alright, there was uh, somebody who was arrested for having sex parties with uh, underage kids at, uh, at their house. And... Uh, we wrote a song about it. We wrote a song about it. Like to hear it, here it goes. <laughs> we wrote a song about our exes and threw it in there. Yeah, oh, that's that right. A couple, a couple of our exes. 
Troy and I. You and Troy. We kind of combined them together into one <laughs> ultra pitch, you know, and wrote a song about her. Yeah. Oh, the old, she's out there somewhere. Miss Pris. You just got to find out. it. Yeah. <sighs> Thankfully, she's not on this tour. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, what is the most offensive uh, song titles and subject matter that you have, other than the, what you just mentioned with the sex party? Oh, uh, that's probably it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, my Dixie wrecked. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, spelled my Dixie. Yeah, like you know, because Dixie people chicks aren't seeing are the, the chicks. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it has to do with uh, Elvis, John Wayne. You know. Well, it arose out of uh, my dad used to go to this bar back in the day. My dad telling me that story about how pissed off people would get because you if accuse you, someone of yeah. being gay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous because, like, who gives a shit? Like, right. why would anybody give a fuck about anybody's sexual orientation and then get mad about it if they found out that, you know, they weren't what they thought they wanted them to be or what they thought a man should be or whatever, you know? Compacted. Sometimes when people are being <laughs> awful, sometimes when people are being horrible, you have that tendency to just, like, take their own horribleness and shove it in their own face and then you can laugh at them but they probably don't understand why you're laughing at them like I mean like we don't advocate anything in that song like we have a song where we tell people to ram a drill bit in their dick hole like you know like seriously piss hole come on now like no (laughs) I mean like the whole that kind of the whole the whole point behind the band was satire to begin with anyway Kind of like that '80s brand, All right. like I said, yeah. I'm not shit. wearing a uh, uh, spandex leopard print pants though, like Steel Panther. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Actually, you'll be lucky if he's wearing pants at all <laughs> at that point in the show. Yeah, it gets hot <laughs> oh, on stage really quick. Yeah. So why music for you guys? Why not? I mean, I know you're all musicians as it is, but why? Why not? Uh, skit comedy on YouTube or some shit like that. I mean, would it would it translate as well? No, no way. Them two and Troy were in bands, and I never had been in a band before or anything like that. Yeah, we wanted we wanted Dan to front the band. And I mean, yeah. With, with with that original idea we talked to you about like earlier about none. laying down in the in the Lazy Boy being just the epitome of some redneck, you know. Yeah, I was going to wear like a big fake beard or and the stupid overalls and, you know, the walk anti- out there like a hillbilly stereotype, you know. That, that never came to the group. Yeah, because yeah, anti- like the whole fudge knuckle thing, it was just a goofy name that I came up with to represent this fictitious Appalachian mean ass that we were supposedly writing all the songs from the point of view of. And it, <laughs> that's where the name came so from. It did, so it's actually a concept band. It was originally. <laughs> yeah. But only a few of the songs were like written in that manner, and then the rest of the shit was just goofy stuff we came up with. Yeah, it's like... Like, like pooping. I don't know where that one came from. Like oh, we, I, during I, practice I got to, one oh, day and, I, I've got the story for that. Pooping right, came up with, uh, all right, my sister-in-law, uh, like, so her husband at the time, uh, uh, he would he would do that, and so like in the hallway, <laughs> like you'd have to pass. Oh, it's like <laughs> oh, it's like wow. who the fuck does that? No shit. Well, obviously somebody on drugs. <laughs> I, I just assumed or like just, uh, yeah. I chuckled because I figured it was like 
Dude, I got this shit to so bad that I'm not even shutting the door. I'm just fucking running in here. Yeah, and, and then shit. it's like, all right, well, what I are the normal... shut the door. Yeah, you know? so it's like, what are the normal circumstances <laughs> where that would happen? It's like, got turtle head poking out. <laughs> or, just, uh, or never had a door when they were yeah, or up. Yeah, the fucking uh, uh, Uncle Pleasant's new vintage or whatever. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you can't have a like door on the bathroom. Yeah. Situation yeah, there's no nobody's been in. <laughs> no door to... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or when you'd go to go to Trixie's and they had the door that didn't latch. And so it just swung yeah. open either way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta, you gotta uh, put the uh, the bungee cord. Put yeah. Or the uh, or the tie on the uh, doorknob. <laughs> it was a story about that too. I was at the Wendy's on Outer Loop and uh, it was it was in like ninety six. Ninety six like when they first started having like automated shit. And I'm just, you know, taking a shit and I see the little uh, handicap, you know little plate on the wall and I just push it next thing you know the door just opens up and here I am sitting on the toilet and it just opens up I mean there's the whole tables and everything of windows <laughs> I mean, the they would have just saw me sitting luckily no one did and the door didn't close back and I was like oh my god not doing that again <laughs> no, no, you no, should. No, you should have been like, wiping. Hey. <laughs> Ass to the <laughs> to the surface. I mean, curiosity killed the cat that day. <laughs> I'm making hamburgers. The moral right of the here. story is don't push buttons. <laughs> yeah. Don't, I don't. saw it sitting there and I pushed it. You know, lesson learned. Definitely. <laughs> so, how often do y'all usually play out? I know y'all have done some metal fests. Uh, you, you're pretty much a special occasion kind of band at th- these days, right? Man, it's never been anything but really. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah not, no, we've never been able to practice enough to be any sort of full time or even a reliable part time band. I think we played, <laughs> we played with uh, uh, Mistakes in Aviation. So oh, yeah. They, uh, you know, we, we kind of gel together. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, I mean, they're not playing out anymore. No. Uh, Ira's. I, I thought know, we gelled real good with them. Yeah. Uh, and there's, I, I can't really think of any other, any other uh, band around town where it's like, uh, you know, everybody. I mean, I think the dig on Louisville is that everybody takes himself too serious, and they, you know, backstab each other, and we just don't give a fuck. Yeah, you don't subscribe <laughs> to the bullshit. There's no uh, no pressure. There's no yeah. It's it's like we're the goofy band that plays. Once or twice a year, if that. And that's the weird thing, too. Like, we don't play out a lot, but you'll hear people, play this, play that. And I'm like, Dude, how, how do you people... know? Yeah. yeah. How do these people know that? So there's kind of like a little cult following, you know? Yeah. They're like, we, we, I fuck me. I have your, uh, two online, when you hear one of the girls out in the cross, you know, a little girl's band, you kind of think, what's up with this chick? Yeah. Why, why do you like she's this? She's got issues. She's into snakes and sparklers. It's the only one she, she likes. likes. <laughs> <laughs> <It's in the background>. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all could play anywhere, where would it be? I think CBGB's. I don't know. You're asking funny. the wrong person. I don't have a lot of ambition. So. <laughs> yeah. Let's just fly to Germany and play whacking. I don't know. Mm. Isn't that what Germany? Yeah, we have to write Scheisse video Winner. songs. Winner. Todd, say? What's Todd say? We need to play to Mega Church. <laughs> mega Church. Yeah, that would probably. Uh, yeah. You know. That would go over well. 
Horrible question, Mark. I know. I know. It is. It sucks. Uh, <laughs> if you could play anywhere, where would it be? Oh, a porno set in Hollywood. <laughs> the Red the Rainbow just to relive the old days of the cock rock era. Yeah. Be like, let me sat here. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Is that little, was little the rainbow where he hung video? out? Yeah, because yeah, they yeah. had like a... Yeah, yeah it was a rainbow. It was a slot machine, right? Yeah, we he hung out at a slot machine. A bar, uh, bar tops machine. Yeah, okay, yeah. Top yeah. Was, yeah like video poker, right? Yeah, yeah. Or something, yeah. yeah. It had like... Oh, i got to pass the time, yeah. It had like 12 different games. Because <laughs> I actually played that bar top I uh, know you did <laughs> when I was there. Why don't you fanboy out? Huh? I said, why don't you fanboy out? I already did. Okay. Good on, good on you, mate. <laughs> you all right over there? Lemmy's a god yeah, to all yeah. of us, especially bass players. Yeah, definitely. So, all right. So let's know about <laughs> bass, bass, bass. We got, got three <laughs> bass players. <laughs> that they, we all together would yeah, be he's, one he's guitar too. player. Being just you know human in general, except for Todd. Um, I am a robot. I always like to ask general questions about everybody. You know, uh, so. What's your favorite film? I'm never good at narrowing shit down. I love Reservoir it's like, Dogs. It's like, no, that's a, that's a loaded question. Dogs. I love Reservoir Dogs, man. That's one yeah. that stood the test of time with me. Definitely. It's 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 really good, though. I mean, yeah. it's the, the intro to a whole fucked up Tarantino and that, and that universe. Of, and that kind of fits with Butch Knuckle. I don't know, just for some reason, you know, the oh, whole... I still got beer. The interview, the whole... Setting at the restaurant and all that, not tipping away Chris's, and then John Holmes and Big Cock and Madonna and all that. It's a very fudge knuckleish uh, conversation there. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Todd, well, I'd say probably Alien movies because that's what I always go back to and watch anymore. Do when I was younger. I like Predator. You know, I like all the sci-fi stuff. Get to the chopper. <laughs> go. Australian Death Machine. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good band we could play with. Yes, Austrian Death Machine? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I would, uh, but see, that's like a one theme type of jokey band that sticks with one yeah. type of idea. Yeah. yeah. One kind of concept. I think at least what we have going on is, uh, you know, different ideas and different. You right. Know, uh, I, I, I passed my uh, film uh, lore question to oh, Dan wow. Howard. Oh, God. They're, I don't know. If I, I don't want to be a basic bitch and say like "Lost in Translation" or something <laughs> like that's. Uh, I mean, it's like each. All right, so I'll, so it's like, what's your favorite film? Well, it's like, okay, that'd be a better question if it was like uh, you for, for dec for each decade or something because it's like you have you know, like what was? Oh, I tell you what, there was a list that came out uh, that somebody had put that. Uh, the most was it on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes or something like the fifty most uh, watched or approved films. Right. In uh, I'd seen all of them. I was like, holy shit! I'm. I mean, I don't want to say cultured, but it's like I'd seen all the films. Like right. even the like ones that my wife made me watch. <laughs> like Memento. <laughs> no, no, I, no. I bought I bought the Memento DVD. Yeah, I, that was, that was <laughs> that's a that's a that's a one of those you watch Film it once movies. and it's like mm, let me rewatch it and then once you rewatch it it's like um, okay I don't need to watch this again <laughs> why did I buy the DVD right uh, message Troy see if you want to get on here via messenger 
I couldn't narrow down just a one movie. I'm not an either-or kind of person, so when anybody asks me top list on anything, man, it's real difficult for me to do. Yeah. I get that. It's like, Uh, I mean, it's like... I can pick a genre, like, and I think it's a totally underrated genre, especially, like, critically and... Or you can go by director. What's George Lucas's best movie? I mean, I love comedies. You know, I just... And and it doesn't matter whether they're uh, witty comedies or whether they're just... Straight up stupid. Or, uh, it's a good form of entertainment. Dude, I tell you, I tell you, you know, what, it's a good form of entertainment. Freaking, I'm not a golfer, but, but Caddyshack is fucking hilarious. Yeah, you yeah. have everybody on their peak game, just you know, Rodney Dangerfield just killing people on set, and people's like, you know, just the stories of how come they're not laughing? You know, right. <laughs> it's like they have to be quiet. Rodney, their their grips is it's all different. There's all different <laughs> reasons. Why the, it's all different reasons why comedies are like really good too. Like you can make political points and stuff like Mel Brooks did in the '70s and early '80s with you know <coughs> y'all Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, uh, History of the World Part One. You know, I'm still waiting. That's all that stuff yeah, for yeah, part, part two. two. Hitler <laughs> <laughs> on ice. That's the thing you know, too. Like, but then it can just be something that's just. Totally silly, like you know, up in smoke or oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know, like that doesn't have to necessarily. Which be was a directed point. by a record producer, you know. <laughs> I mean, I guess most comedy is going to be some form of social commentary at some point. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, now, whether that has any politics in it or not is not necessarily. You know, it could just be a comment on something you agree or disagree with that happens in pop culture or you know whatever. I think that's probably like if people can take but George Carlin or uh, Hicks, you know. Yeah. It's like either you like them or you don't. Right. And if you don't like them, fuck off. <laughs> that's like Fred Sanford, you know. It was like Sanford and Son. It was a good show. I used to watch it. You know, it was funny. And then, then I found out his comedy was, you know, raunchy and all that kind of stuff. And I was younger, I was a little more square back then. <laughs> <clears throat> you still are. Yeah. But uh, Red Fox. But it kind of turned me off because I was like, ah, I thought this nice old man, funny old man. But oh, Red Fox. No, oh, I love yeah. Sanford and Son. But, <laughs> but uh, that's come here, dummy. But uh, Fred Sanford and George Jefferson are like two of my favorite TV characters of all time. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so that's a funny thing too. I was thinking, I worked on a movie set. It was a comedy movie that was being filmed. I was doing audio stuff, right. helping out, doing whatever. And a lot of times the people, they'd have a scene, do a scene, and when it was over, oh, they'd laugh, you know. And I, when you're talking about the, the actual really funny movies. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Where all the groups stuff. have to, yeah. Yeah. Shut up. It's almost like like they were maybe read stories about the set or saw stuff like you did. Mm-hmm. You know, where people would actually laugh and they'd have to do it again. Do it again, yeah. Other takes, yeah. But it, it, a lot of stuff they were laughing, it wasn't even funny. A lot of that is theater geek stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they, uh, like yeah. there's a different kind of yeah, breed of person like, out there, right? <laughs> With the theater, yeah. No yeah. offense, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, you're, you're not a real person. He's gonna do this every time I go to ask the next question. Right. <laughs> no, do you have a favorite food? Pizza. Oh, fuck it. Everybody, everybody says that. It, yeah. Every metal band in, in forever. Pizza. Pizza. I mean, Korean if, barbecue. If, yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to get a little fried shit down again. Oh, like yeah. Qdoba. <laughs> Qdoba. 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 
But if you're drinking, if you're drinking lumpia, is great. It's the ultimate like. You can put whatever food. in there. Yeah, like uh, uh, what is it like pineapple and cheesecake lumpia? Yeah, I mean you can make it with any lumpia you want. It's just a fried egg roll, but you know it's not like your standard Chinese egg roll or something. You know. That's American. It's it's a uh, it's, it's an adapted you know egg roll from like when the Spanish settled the Philippines. You kind of got a mixture of Spanish and Asian in there, and it's just it's awesome food. It'd be, it'd be something utilitarian, you know, like, I mean, fancy stuff is really good, but, like, tacos and empanadas and sandwiches. Oh, and yeah. Empanadas so good. Cheese empanadas. Spring rolls. I mean, definitely not healthy food, you know? Yeah. You know, I mean, healthy food is good, but <laughs> you're talking about my favorite food? It's like, it's not you, know what, healthy food. you know what, Mark? My favorite food is lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am well, a rabbit. Well, Todd's almost a vegetarian, so he he splurges occasionally. I love the garnish that they put on a steak. I could do oval lack the garnish and steak. steak. Kale? Like, yeah, the kale garnish. That needs, that needs <laughs> the steak. Give, give me eggs and cheese and I'm good. Like, if you got to take away my eggs and my dairy, I might freak out. I mean, I could definitely reduce my intake on that, but I, you yeah. got to let me have a little bit of manchego. Talk about now. IBS <laughs> jokes. <laughs> yeah, chicken dip. <laughs> Uh, do you have an ultimate jam? An ultimate jam. Yeah, the one song or album that keeps coming back to your media uh, no matter what. Is that like uh, record know, where you go for the album front to back without skipping a track? Or ultimate so, jam, like you throw it in the car, it's one long track. It's whatever it is. It's whatever is the one that always comes back to whatever, if you're listening to a CD player uh, an MP3 player, a record player. It's the one thing you could listen to anytime, anywhere. Just one song? Could be a song or album. <laughs> I mean, with me, it's it's going to be Iron Maiden, Seventh Son of the Seventh Son, if it's an album. <laughs> I will play that damn thing, and I've been listening to it for, geez, I don't know how, since 88 when it came out, or 87, I don't know. And I will always come back to that album. Okay. Rust in Peace is awesome. Yeah. I, I, can get on that I knew you would say Megadeth. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I think that or peace. I mean, peace sells is all right. Uh, uh, I mean, I like Endgame because that's the last album you bought. Yeah, yeah. I like United Abomination. When it came out, when it came out in 2013, this Topia is great though. It is. Oh my god, dystopia. All right, this is turned to the Megadeth. Like my Desert Island thing would just have to be something like, okay, I can narrow it down to like 500, and you grab a handful and throw them at me, and that's what I'm stuck with, you know? Yeah. Like I said, I'm not an either or kind of person. I can't narrow it. What what not? What's your favorite? Would be more like what's your favorite now? Okay, five minutes later, what's your favorite now? Right. Yeah. 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 You know, like it's mood dependent and everything else. But but like I got coconuts on this deserted island. Hit me on the top of my fucking head. Well, you know, you guys are <laughs> picking thrash albums. Well, it, 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 it could be it, it could be, be whatever. Uh, yeah. Johnny Cash. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could. Rock out yeah. some Johnny Cash, man. It could be American Elvis. Four or something. Yeah. I mean, Reverend Horton Heat, you know, Cycle <laughs> Billy, just anything, like. man. But well, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, play shit. I don't know. Shit. I agree with yeah. Lemmy on, like, you know, the whole, like, 50s rock and roll, rhythm and blues type stuff. And then exactly. I like uh, a lot Motown of town or something. Soul yeah. music, yeah, man. Like, like Otis, Otis Redding, Sam Cooke, or Yeah, then you can go into, like, a. Uh, 
sub like record labels like Stax or you know Mo- yeah, yeah man like Stax Sun Sun Studios I love the Stax stuff and uh, Steve Cropper the guy that played guitar for Blues Brothers and yeah. he did Booker T and M yeah. and they were kind of the house band at Stax Records so like all those Otis Redding oh, yeah. albums pretty much had Steve Cropper's guitar dude and the it. Wrecking Crew in California freaking dude Carol Kay and the bass oh, yeah, line. Awesome yeah. Dude. Just I watched that and I was like, like man, man and like this chick's gotta be one of the best basses I've seen. Like you watch I mean watch uh, get on YouTube and watch some of those old clips and I'm telling you right now, watch Sam and Dave. Like you watch Sam and Dave clips on their live clips, get the live yeah. one. Man, they're just totally drenched in sweat. Yeah. Wild and out. You gotta remember too, like if you don't know anything about them, like them two guys did not like each other at a certain point. And they could get out there and still put on that same show and make it look like they were best friends and all that stuff, man, and they would just get out there and they work so hard you could just Well see I it hate all, man. Chris Hillerick and I'm in a band with him called yeah. Fudge Knuckle. <laughs> He's, He's a piece of shit. But since you guys started on '80s thrash <laughs> albums, I guess Dan's I'll a piece of shit. mention Anthrax. Well, that's why I love. I love Troy though; he's my boyfriend. Yeah, I think Among Troy, the Living totally. is that's probably my favorite thrash album ever. Mm-hmm. Right on. I like Among the Living a lot. That's oh, great. that's a great album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, and I understand the concept of the band is you know a bit comical. So, Spinal Tap moments. What do you what do you the have? The van, yeah. Or the truck was it a truck or a van that broke down on the way to like Metal Fest? Four. Oh yeah, that was that was, was a three or four. I think it was three. We we yeah. when the van broke Spinal down. Tap. Gotta take that it to was 11. four. Yeah, was it four? Was it four? Well, that it was four because we were playing outside that year. And no, no, no. It was it was three. This is the year before. Was it? Went, the dual stage was four. I thought because that's where you had to have the van towed. That was that was three. Okay. All right. So what ingratiated me in uh, Alan's uh, good graces, I suppose, is like I don't know, just the whole show must go on mentality. It's like so this van, so the van that I had, uh, you know, with all the gear in it, uh, I, I'm on. Uh, I'm not even like five minutes away from my house. You know, get ready to go and uh, set up for the show same day <laughs> and uh and it breaks down and it's like seriously seriously uh and so it's like man i gotta i gotta tow it i tow it to the show <laughs> because you know show must go on show must go on and so alan's like man here's a guy i love this mother you know just it's like it it does it doesn't seem not normal Sounded just like you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't. I can't get. You know. Uh, I don't know. Love Alan. Yeah. Uh, Al, you know. I don't know. The reason. The reason I dig Metal Fest and Alan and his whole deal is that you know for the same reason that I tow the tow the van to the gig is the same reason that he held a party for his friend who was dying of cancer. It's, you gotta, I don't know, live in the now, Wayne, or whatever. It's, I I don't know, just, you know, how am I going to let down these people? How am I going to let down this one person? How, you know, right? 
just that charity hook, man. Like, you know, you're doing it for something that's more important than what you're actually doing. You know, but like, you don't think about that at the time. Well, that's but that's just, what that's what makes you that motivated. That's a, yeah, that's a motivator. You know, like, obviously, I mean, like it's one thing to play for. Well, I mean, I can't really say I've never really played for money, but I can't imagine like there being a different sort of thing. Like, if you're gonna beat a show and then you find out, well, they're not paying us anywhere near as much money as we're supposed to, and there's hardly anybody here. You might half-ass it or even say, you know what, we're just going to go somewhere else. We're not wasting our time. But, like, if it's a charity thing and shit starts hitting the fan, like, you're going to have more drive to overcome that because you don't want to let anybody down because, you know, you're not doing it for your own gain. You're doing it for the gain of people you don't even know. The yeah. community. Yeah. And I had to, yeah, I had to tell Yeah, community, I, I guess, is a better word. Yeah. yeah, and I had to tell Alan to switch charities. I was like, dude, you know how much overhead – American Cancer Society has. It's like, you're not doing a fat lot of good of nothing putting any money towards them. They're, I mean, that's why charities are so, what your cause is for is like 19%, 20%. It's like 80% overhead, seriously? And there's so many charities, air quotes, charities out there that are, you know, all 80% management fees. And it's mm -hmm. like, what, it, it's a, it's a, Make way to make a quick buck, but Jimmy B is like hundred percent, and like like same thing with like give kids the world. Is they that, have like the best. Is that who he's giving the money to? Jimmy yeah, it's B. Jimmy yeah, V. It's... Yeah, because I told him I was like, give it to Jimmy V. Because you know the money that goes there is for you know e e like even like people who need a ride to their treatments. Right. Jimmy V. You know can. Uh, some of that money can go there. And it's like you can allocate that however you want. Be like, give, you know, does anybody need a ride this week? You know, give give this money to that or whatever. Or whatever you need to, yeah, you, can you know. probably even like maybe if it ever got to the point where they were getting enough money to where they could, where he would start thinking about maybe giving it to multiple charities. You know, you could do stuff like give it to the cancer award at Cozair or I think he did uh, a Graham Brown Center one year. Pick one mm -hmm. of the charities that's centered on a specific type of cancer or especially maybe one that goes underfunded because it's really rare but people need the help. Yeah. You know, definitely. That sort of thing like you know um, I don't know a whole lot about the big ones but from what I know about Jimmy V this seems pretty yeah. up and up you know like Whereas I understand what you're saying about American Cancer Society. I mean, it's got it's, some of the same problems that most of those real huge charity organizations have, like, you know, um, United Way. And, yeah, overhead is ridiculous, and it's right. all corporate. Yeah, like, it gets so big, it gets to the point where it's so big that, like, I mean, people that are working for the charity got to get paid, right? You yeah. Know, like, but it's, yeah. And once you get the organization people. so big that you've got all this overhead and you're paying all this administrative cost and all see where maybe the money doesn't go as directly to the people who need it as a smaller organization that's more about like well we're running this with the fewest people possible we're you know we're just trying to get this money to these people well, I, yeah. I think it'd probably be best to donate to something that it's it's like a side thing for them it's, they have they have a life they have a full-time job they just do this and they volunteer they yeah. volunteer their time that's that's how give kids the world works they right. everybody and a, a lot of that has to do with you know, the families of, you know, these, and, and, you know, some of them have cancer, some of them have rare diseases, you know, they, they're, it's usually terminal, you know, 
children and stuff. But like if they recover, well, they come back and then they volunteer. Right. Because the place is so good, it's so well run and you know, it's it's kinda like uh why people come back to Metal Fest. It's like I get to hang out with people that you know, I see maybe once a year and maybe it's at Metal Fest or maybe, you know, uh you know, haven't heard Fudge Knuckle in a while. They haven't they weren't on this year's Metal Fest, you know. Uh, man, y'all should you know, what what's what's going on with y'all? It's like, well, we need a drummer, uh Definitely. Or, yeah. And speaking of Metal Fest, it's uh, July 24th and 25th uh, at the Boondocks Event Center in Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Um, you guys play on Friday night. Um, around what time is it? 12.05 to 12.35. Awesome. And there's going to be a bunch of other bands that weekend. I think there's 38 total bands. So uh, everybody needs to go out and check it out for sure. Uh, it's $15 a day or 25 for the weekend. It's camping. Uh, social distance is enforced. So, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. That's all we can. Uh, we'll we'll uh we'll try to make it uh as uh, uh, you know as user friendly as possible. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think they'll have temperature screenings uh, when you come in. So absolutely. Uh, I know I talked to Alan about that personally. So yeah, it needs to be done, and you know, wear your face mask and gloves, all your PPE. Just again, don't throw that shit on the ground. Yeah, nobody wants to pick that shit yeah, up. If you don't wear gloves, bring your hand sanitizer. It's going to be quickly biodegradable. <laughs> yeah. Right. There should be trash bins and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Porta pots. You can, you can throw your PPE in a porta pot, I think. Yeah, like Use it as a toilet paper. I guess if you're going to go between throwing. <laughs> Just don't put it back on your face. <laughs> If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you want split littering, want split littering hairs here, I guess it would be better to throw a beer can on the ground than your mask. But you know, At this current stage, yeah. yeah. Um, before we go, uh, got one more question after this. But uh, do you have any shout outs you want to give to anybody? Do you have a Facebook page you want to promote? Do you, you know? Do we have a Facebook I mean, page? I mean, like. We had a MySpace page. That's how long ago we I haven't even been on that. I'm sure it's still on there. No, MySpace took down everything, didn't they? I mean, I haven't been on that thing in so long. There's not even any point. We could just Yeah, that's why Troy, like, uploaded his, uh, it's like, this is a practice we did with MIDI drums. I would. I don't know. Maybe it's selfish of me to say that, but I would prefer to, like, be less on social media than have yet another reason to get on social media. Absolutely. To do a band yeah. page. So I don't know. You know, it's conflicted. Like, like, you like you to know. be a little undercover. Right. I, mean, I, I guess it would be different if we were like more dead set on being a full time band, but you know, we haven't been able to manage that yet. So. Dude, we got like, <laughs> was it four practices uh, in a row? We're like guerrilla warfare. We just pop I see. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see. Shout out to uh, all the cancer survivors. You since know. this is a cancer benefit that we're playing for. That and they're foremost. Yeah. Like, even if even if we hadn't done this in, like, five or six years and somebody was like, hey, y'all want to play Metal Fest this year? I'd be like, well, you know, yeah, I'm down. I'll do it. Yeah. It's always it's always good to I mean, play pretty much any cause. other show, too, but definitely that one. That's the first one we ever played. And, you know, I know the money that's being raised by it's going somewhere good. So, right. You know. Yeah. So, shout out to Alan. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mike for running the sound. Yeah, yeah. If, if you don't know, uh, 
Ransound every year since the first year uh, because uh, Chris Justice was like, man, Alan, why don't you get with uh, this guy? He's, uh, you know, kind of knows what he's doing. <laughs> so, uh, he knows so, what he's yeah. doing. And then, you know, you just, you just feel that passion from, you know, a guy that has lost his best friend. Right. And, uh, you know... So last question I have, it's the morbid question. Uh, if heaven or hell exists, what do you want to hear when you think you're I going? I thought you were going to say marry, <laughs> fuck, or kill. <laughs> Sorry, you know, Mark. What's that old what saying? You go to heaven for the... <laughs> go, go to heaven for the climate and hell for the company? Is that what That's, it is? Yeah, yeah. kind of. Um, well, if heaven or hell exists, what do you want to hear when you arrive where you think you're going? Oh, man. Uh, I know a lot of my... My mother was a real big Christian. We were raised in a real big Christian family. Also my grandmother. Uh, I would love to hear my mother's voice again. That's that's what I would love to hear. If I got to Jesus Christ, Chris. Well, Jesus he, Christ, he Mark. I answered. <laughs> they try to bring us down, you know. Yeah. Or, this is what I would like to hear. I want to hear Dan's voice. Dan's dad. <laughs> I want to hear Dan's dad's voice saying, Man, I fuck Chris's mom up here in heaven. She's a good fuck. God bless, man. <laughs> Why's it gotta be me? It gotta be my voice, cause I'm the oldest. No, I said your dad. <laughs> you said no, your I, dad. No, I said your oh, dad. Your well, dad's voice. Yeah. Thing. Oh, okay. Take two. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. You can cut that one out of there. <laughs> Lots of screaming. Improv. <laughs> <laughs> and if I know Todd, he's talking about heaven. The gnashing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the gnashing of teeth up in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I really don't know. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> what did like, you want to hear? Parallel universe time, baby. I know, right? Time like, to wake go. up. Time yeah. for school. Ah, fuck. <laughs> like, I, you start no. all over uh, again. Motherfucker. That, that's hell, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it could be. Depends on how much of your mistakes you retain in your former no, life. No, I know what it is. Right? I know what it is. It's, uh... It's, uh... Ah, oh, fuck. It's like... Oh, no, there's somebody at the door. We gotta... <laughs> You know what? So you want to hear that? You want to hear Michael? <laughs> Michael Jackson be like a... Oh shit! Oh, the mic just showed up. Oh no! Your your mommy just showed up. I don't know why I just thought of you. Know, you've seen people under the stairs, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't and know he why was, I just started here. Burn in hell in my back in well, my, in my the, brain. The, you know, like the kid in that. Everett was in, McGill, man. The kid, yeah, yeah the kid know. in that was in uh, uh, Michael Jackson's uh, Moonwalker. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. It all comes back to Michael Jackson. Like, Holy dude, shit. That, hands down. He's looking at the man in the mirror. That's absolutely my favorite Wes Craven movie. Really? People Under the Stairs? People Under the Stairs is fantastic. Man. It's it's a fair, it's a total. Well, there you go. There's the like urban from earlier. It's yeah. like urban legend, fairy tale. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the first horror, thing. That's the first thing you're here. You know. All right, so y'all got some instruments here too. So what do y'all want to play out, or to the end of the show? What song do you want to play? Well, for your audience, especially Mark. Yeah, we're gonna play. We're gonna cover an overload song. Oh shit! Sure. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Well, how about just go out to the theme song? Uh, We're just going to end it on something. I don't know, man. What do you want to do? I don't know. I jacked that all out. Oh, yeah. uh, Well, uh, yeah, theme song's good. Pooping? Nah, we fucked that up too bad. Uh, Let's do uh, (laughs) a... We got to tell people about Chuck Norris. We'll wait till the show to, to mess that one up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Chuck Norris or Pooping with the Door Open. I think Poop. Yeah. Either one. Uh, yeah, either one. Yeah, let's cool. just go Pooping awesome. with the Door Open. Because of this fudge knuckle and it has to do with the anus. <laughs> Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait. Hey, are you all in a band? Do you need merch for shows? By now, I'm sure you've seen all the Metal Forge patches that are available, along with many more. Well, the printer I use for those is UKR Patcher. Check them out on Facebook and Etsy. They do awesome custom work and for extremely affordable prices for any band budget. Check them out, UKR Patcher on Facebook and Etsy. Hey, everyone. Do you play tabletop games like D&D and Pathfinder? 
Well, hit up Eric at Imagination Studios. Uh, they do custom printing for all your minis for gameplay. Don't forget, they're a licensed Reaper, Artisan Guild, and more printer and dealer. Hit up ImaginationStudios502.com for more info. That's ImaginationStudios502.com. E-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N, Studios502.com. Metal Fest Night, the Jeremy Wade No Cancer Fighting Weekend. 30 bands, two stages, two hellacious days. $15 per night or $25 for the weekend includes fishing and camping. Metal Fest Night, sponsored by Imperial Tattoos, the Bill TV Network, Dark Star TV, and Mike Taylor Sound. Hosted by Metal Forge Radio with special guest Cold Steel Rail, Shovelhead, You're in the Gun, Two Pump Jump, Cross Joint, Overload, Juke Joint Revival, Fudge Knuckle, and SWP, Dustin Swagger, Nightshade, Celestial Serpent, Nothing's Wrong, Hidden Solace, Call Me Monster. Devil be my judge. Bastard sons of a Judas goat. Autumn lies buried. E flat. Until the dead walk. Creature of exile. Eulogy of blood. Bradshaw. Metal Fest 9. At the Boondocks Event Center. Bringing havoc back to the farm. Friday, July 24th. Saturday, July 25th. In Shepherdsville, Kentucky. For more information, check it out on Facebook, Metal Fest 9, the Jeremy Wayne No Cancer Fighting Weekend. <laughs> 